And the culmination was in the morning I was so thirsty but too scared to leave the room so I drank the water out of the eye. <laughs> Uh, maybe my highlight was enjoying bikepacking. For the first um, time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, listen to more stories. Stay tuned Tom? for more stories Tim? tomorrow. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. To hear more, as my good friend Liam Yates likes to say, stories by us. More stories tomorrow. Okay, so welcome back to the More Stories Tomorrow podcast. I know it's been a little while since the last one, and I also feel like I've started the last few episodes with that as an opener. But the More Stories Tomorrow podcast will continue, perhaps just less frequently than in the past. Today's episode, though, is about the second trip we did as More Stories Tomorrow, uh, funded by Vetus this trip, and that was bike packing around the Balkans. I'm recording this now, uh, having just got back from my third trip, uh, but this was trip two, and it is the Monday before we are about to release the film from that Albania Balkans bike packing trip. So it'll be coming out on Sunday, which is Sunday the 17th. So, sorry, yeah, Sunday the 17th. I suspect this podcast is coming out after Sunday the 17th, so it should already be live, and if it is, you'll find a link to that film down below. It's slightly longer than our Iceland film, and very different in style as well. Our Iceland film was recorded by uh, an external team. We had them follow us around and record, whereas this Balkans film is fully self-recorded. We've tried to keep it nice and cinematic and keep the quality super high, but it also is much more intimate and we managed to capture lots more moments because we were in the adventure and we were doing the camera work. It's also a bit longer. Because of that extra footage, we've been able to extend it. So it's going to be a half hour film. Uh, and hopefully there's lots of interesting scenes in there that will give you a really good flavour of the, the kind of the adventure we had. But as well as that film, as with all our other trips, uh, I've been recording a podcast as well. Uh, unfortunately, the audio recorder that we got those on lost the first few of our recordings. So I think that was day one, day two, and day three. So we've actually only got the recording from kind of the, the bigger recorder that we used at the end of the trip. So this podcast is going to look a bit different. We're not going to have in-field recordings in the same way. Uh, for the first part of this podcast, you're just going to have me monologuing, uh, having just come back from, from another trip. And then we're going to pick up the story midway through, which is going to be the usual format, and that will be myself, Anna Christian, and Lawrence Carpenter talking you through the final few days of the trip, which, to be honest, were probably the most eventful, so you're not missing out too much. I will try and keep this short. Since it's just me monologuing away, I'll give you a run-through of how we got to where we got to, uh, and then you can pick up the conversation from day three onwards. Obviously, you can just watch the film as well. That'll be a nice, short, visual version of this. So we arrived in Croatia initially. The The plan for this trip was kind of following on from Iceland. I think Anna perhaps didn't enjoy all that sand and gravel quite so much. So we had a little plan to change the route and make it... Uh, much more road focus, still plenty of gravel, some pretty tough days on the bike, but really some, some roads, some very rural roads, but still road and tarmac to kind of take us through some more landscapes and take us over bigger distances. And the focus of this trip, being in the Balkans, was more about the variety of landscapes, the variety of people, the variety of cultures, rather than kind of a pure outback exploration in the same way that, that, that Iceland was, where it was just kind of seeing a very small part of one landscape. So the route was, I think, 500 kilometres, 550 kilometres, something like that, spread over five days. And we started in Croatia, right near Dubrovnik Airport. And that, to be honest, that was just for logistical convenience. Um, so we're starting in the EU, and then we've got kind of a 20-kilometre ride to the Montenegro-Croatia border. We ride through Montenegro, through Albania, back into Montenegro for a bit, then into Bosnia and Herzegovina, and then back to Croatia. So four countries in five days. 
and a real variety of landscapes, countries and cultures there. And uh, the only thing that is worth mentioning is is a super mountainous region around here. The whole trip was inspired really by the accursed mountains and the Albanian Alps from a book that I read actually. In fact, I've got it on the shelf just behind me. So I read this book called Journeys in Albania, The Accursed Mountains, and that's written by an author called Robert Carver. It was written quite a long time ago, uh, I think in the 90s. Let me, let me have a look. 1998, so that was just as Albania was coming out of communism. And it paints this really interesting picture of, of Albania from the north and... You know, it made it sound like this bizarre, otherworldly place. And, you know, I mean, it talks a lot about the geopolitical situation and also a huge amount about the danger. Uh, I, I got the impression that Robert Carver found the country exceptionally dangerous, um, which, you know, it's quite hard to make any judgment on, given this was, you know, best part of 30 years ago. Uh, and actually, just after the, the journalist left the country, it, it descended into anarchy briefly. So... Really quite a, a fascinating country that is so close and in, in relatively recent history. Anyway, I would wholeheartedly recommend reading that book. And that's what inspired me for this this trip and especially the, the accursed mountains in, in the north of Albania. And building out from there, so we had this kind of mountainous rib in the north of Albania and then it was just a matter of getting there and back from where we could get flights, so Croatia. So we started by leaving from Croatia and to be honest, I've, I've been to Croatia cycling a couple of times before, and so I was expecting this, but the first kind of probably, oh, I don't know, 80, 90k of the trip, because of the way the country's set up, you've got this uh, huge set of mountains that rise straight out of the sea, and it means you've got this tiny strip of land that's flat, uh, where there is one road, and it is the road going north and south, so it's super busy. And as we found out, the drivers don't, they don't especially care for cyclists or allowing cyclists space. So we had uh, the first 80k was, you know, pretty, pretty hectic with uh, on a very busy road. But it wasn't, it wasn't too long before we before we got out of there. And the trip really started when we kind of hit, I've forgotten the name of the town, at the, the foot of this climb that goes out of the Bay of Kotor. And that climb really was the start of the trip. It was something that I'd seen as part of one of the transcontinental routes, which is a 4,000K ultra race. I saw it had been there through there one year, which is always a good sign that it's going to be, you know, a pretty amazing road. It was a road that the organisers of the race had forced the riders through, one of the few sections that they kind of highlight and say, you know, this is this is really worth worth riding. Uh, that's a, that climb was pretty tough as well. Uh, it was, you know, I was struggling with the heat a bit, having come straight from the UK. We were rolling into sort of like at least 40 degrees. Uh, and that climb, I just popped. Lawrence and Anna absolutely left me for dust, and I just kind of crept up at my own pace um, before we sat on the top and had this amazing view out of the Bay of Kotor. It was... Yeah, I mean, it had been a long day, but the, the scenery around that start was, was absolutely stunning. Uh, and all of it quite familiar as well, actually. You know, Croatia is very familiar, been part of the EU for the best part of 10 years. Montenegro was almost the same, you know, kind of like Croatia, but with slightly rougher edges. Um, and we're certainly, this this part of, of Croatia, uh, Montenegro was uh, very touristy and, you know, has cruise ships coming in and out all the time and honestly not a huge amount of change. But we get to the top of this climb and as soon as we descend over the other side of this climb, we're going to much more rural uh, Montenegro to a place called Sitinje. Sitinje? I don't know how, how to pronounce it. You descend into this place and honestly, it's like a different world. A different place entirely. Immediately, it becomes way more rural. Loads more farms, um, small villages, sheep on the road, dogs on the road completely different instantly just as soon as you drop over the top of this climb as soon as we got to the bottom of the descent like a different place uh and then it felt like the trip kind of really started and the trip really got going and we were really 
exploring and having an adventure somewhere new. So, and, and that night we stayed up in those mountains in Montenegro, so sort of, I don't know, a thousand meters above sea level, some huge thunderstorms, um, and amazing views, just this tiny little guest house like perched on a cliff. It was uh, pretty incredible actually. And then waking up there, again, we've got that same view, perched on top of a cliff, looking out across this huge empty valley, just a couple of power lines running through it, the only kind of sign of civilization. But beyond that, absolutely nothing. So we climbed back out of the empty valley, hit the road, and then that day was uh, all about getting on towards Albania. So we had some amazing countryside from Montenegro to ride through. Uh, there was uh, an old mining tunnel. I think it was like 2K long. You'll have to watch the film to see what happened there. Uh, Anna certainly wasn't impressed. We were warned of all sorts of farm animals that were trapped in this tunnel and would kind of chase us out, which didn't happen in the end, but certainly enough to uh, put the fear of God in Anna. Uh, but from that day, yeah, not a huge amount, not a huge amount to report about. Actually, it was just stunning all day. Beautiful alpine passes, little bits of gravel. We had this tunnel which was which was off road, uh, but did actually fortunately cut right underneath the mountain. So. Uh, took a huge amount of climbing off, which was which was great. And then we rolled down the hill and into Albania on day two. And in the same way that from Croatia to Montenegro, the, the landscapes changed a little bit, the scenery changed a little bit, and it, like I say, everything just felt a bit different. We rolled across the, the the border into Albania. It was It was like a different world instantly. As soon as we hit over that border... You know, you start to see uh, horse and cart moving down the road, really old kind of Russian lorries and Russian cars uh, from the Soviet era, which, again, just totally, totally different. Uh, the buildings look different. They were com constructed completely differently. And I guess, I mean, I guess that's why we went. We went to see somewhere different and that is absolutely what what we got and actually in a lot of ways that that northern part of albania that we're in is actually one of the more touristic parts of albania it's one of the most visited so i've no idea what what southern albania would be like but that northern part was yeah completely different and in some ways exactly what i expected i you know somewhere really adventurous and really different um but that was the first time we saw it, it was at the end of day two. And that night we were staying in Shkroda, which is the second largest city after the capital in Albania. Uh, and again, I mean, it's not night and day different. That's still a big city at this point. Uh, you know, there's still shops that take debit cards and, you know, they have supermarkets, they have restaurants, all the kind of usual trappings of modern Western society. But it was the first city that we went to that felt completely different and the closest thing I can think of was when I went to Kyrgyzstan four or five years ago now Albania felt a lot like parts of Central Asia where you've just got these concrete buildings that look like they're about to fall over at, at any moment they've got power lines just sticking out of them and birds nest cables going in uh, all over the kind of um, all above just street level, these like cables flying everywhere, and it was the first time where it felt really different and, and completely new. Uh, and I think my reflection, having come back from that, is actually you know if you're looking for something different and adventurous, but you know don't want to take a long haul flight, Albania is one of those places that you can get that kind of fix and see a completely different culture and way of living. In a relatively short amount of time, I mean, a Croatia, Croatia is a two-hour flight from the UK, and then we were, you know, a two-day ride away. It was, well, I think it's about two hundred kilometres, and yeah, completely different instantly. It was a prop. It felt like a proper adventure at that point. We then left Skroda on the way to Theth, which is a little mountain village uh, tucked up in the Albanian Alps. It was about seventy kilometres, but entirely uphill just completely riding up into the mountains all day and entirely on gravel as well which again made made it a little uh perhaps a little trickier i don't know if it's trickier than expected i've done a lot of long gravel days but i think certainly for anna it was a a bit of an eye-opening and again it's one to watch the film for because 
I'm just not going to be able to do it justice by trying to talk through it now. But we had a long old day out on the gravel there. Um, I got lost. I got separated from them. We had no signal, no way of getting back in touch with each other. Anna had completely, uh, completely cracked by the end of the day, which you know is fair enough. We've been riding the best part of ten hours over boulders and sand, so completely understandable. Uh, and we did eventually make it to Theft, which is the point at which this podcast picks up. You'll have another, oh, I don't know, 35 or 40 minutes uh, after this point, which will run through what happened next. And again, if you've not watched the film, that will give it away. Um, but the next section certainly didn't go how we expected, and it took us far more time and effort than we thought to get back from that point, back to the end. Anyway, thank you for listening so far. We'll now pick up the conversation back in Croatia, looking back on the trip from everywhere, from Theth onwards. I hope you enjoy the rest of it. She did focus us. It's been a really, really long 48 hours, I think. And a lot has happened in that 48 hours. A lot, a lot. I died and came back to life. I'm dying. We were reincarnated in 40 hours. As Is that the right way to put it? As Anna Christian still. Reincarnated as yourself. And what's the word I'm looking for? Resurrected. Resurrected, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was res- we were resurrected. Resu- re- I can't say it. Resurrected. Resurrected. In 48 hours, basically. Were we in theft 48 hours ago? There's no way. Yeah. Last night. Yeah, we were in No, 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 no. No, that was, Last that was night another day. was 24 hours, Bosnia. The night before, in the stink oh, den, the 48. 72 hours it's been since we recorded Oh, God, no wonder podcast. it's been a really long 40 hours. Because <laughs> it's been <laughs> it 72 20. hours. Okay, so we're waking up and we're going up the big climb to start the day for breakfast. Yes. With the, the, the amazing view. Yes, we're going up. We've left the house of the cursed lady. Not the cursed lady, the lady who put a curse on us. We started the day out the door. 10k climb? Yeah, it was about that. It was 800 metres we had to climb. It was. I found it really hard. Don't care, mate. I'll cut out after. Have you got places to be? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the part of the cursed lady comes later in the story. So it doesn't really work. Well, we've already introduced the, cur- the lady who put a curse on us. Stay yeah, tuned to find out why. Right? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We've already done this bit. We, we did the podcast in the evening. Did we? Yeah, yeah we did a podcast yeah. in Theft that evening. Oh, yeah. So we've explained why she hates us. Okay. We've not explained what the curse is yet. That's okay, coming. Okay, okay. We're leaving, cursed <laughs> lady, going up that climb. Okay. I think you enjoyed yourself, didn't you? Um, yeah, I really liked that climb. It was a really nice gradient, nice views the whole way up. Um, yeah, I didn't. You would think, you know, starting your ride straight at the door, 15k climb, it's going to be a bit of a ugh, what a day, but no, nothing bad to say about it actually. Really nice. I was in a box. He yeah. was creeping. I was in breakfast. <laughs> I think it was a really nice way to start the day. And I then we got to the top of that cafe at the top, and that was phenomenal. 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 I like that. <laughs> that was. It, it was like. <laughs> It was we were still in Albania at this point, were we? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was like some like Swiss ski chalet thing, yeah. wasn't it? It was so unexpected. Panoramic views. Really nice. And then that descent off the back of that. That was exceptional. <clears throat> Even nicer. It was so funny. I I didn't manage mm. to get it on video, but um, as we were coming off that descent, after the day before, where you'd fully thrown your toys out of the pram, you were just like, "This is amazing! This is the best thing ever!" You're having a great time on that descent. Um, I love backpacking. Yeah, it was so nice just cruising down it in the. It was just one of them days when you just think, "Whoa, I am lucky to get to be able to do this." To get to be then, no, yeah, I'm very lucky to be able to do this. This is a lot of people never get to experience this, and it was just a beautiful descent. Really nice. It never ended, did it? It was. It was never ending. Lovely morning. Fantastic when <laughs> Tuesday morning. Monday morning. Monday morning. 72 hours ago. You know what? My Monday mornings have... I've had a lot of Monday mornings and I say that was... Up there. Up there, one of the best. And then, we, and then we got to the bottom and we found the most amazing pasta, didn't we? 
Oh, yeah. Anna's apparently the best ever spaghetti bolognese. Oh, yeah, the best. Uh, do you know what, guys? What a Monday I had. Well, what a Monday I had. <laughs> we wait to see what a Monday I had. But, yeah, that lunch, like I said again, the best pasta I think I've had outside of Italy. That was amazing. Lovely little cafe stop. Great lunch. I mean, Italy's not far away. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's that's what I'm saying. Water, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. It was... Um, you so, also you've knocked that back it was the best pasta ever no I said it was the best pasta outside of Italy uh, okay an important mm. clarification yeah it was good though it was really good but then after that the ride was pretty sweet still Fine. wasn't it flat lovely in Montenegro can we just talk yeah. about how hot it was it was so so hot I don't think I've ever stopped so much on a ride yeah, yeah. we literally like each petrol station like right should we get an ice lolly 5k down the road, should we get an ice lolly? Like, oh, just yeah. <laughs> a petrol the station every 10k. We did, but one time we said to each other, right, let's let's try and get to 50k, and it was like 42, and then like 43k, we stopped. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that was good, wasn't it? Big elapsed time. Big elapsed time. We had a good ratio, a really good ratio. <laughs> yeah, lovely ride back to Montenegro. Then we rocked up at the um, accommodation for the night, and it was... This was House Spurs, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, the sick den. The town the was the town was called Spuds. We didn't name it Spuds, but basically we came into this place to stay, the accommodation, and it was this in this back garden of this guy, and he was so proud of his little hut, wasn't he? It wasn't a hut. That's it. You're doing him a disservice. Am I? Like, what wasn't we calling a hut? It, it was a travel ruined hut. It was a hut. <laughs> no, it was. It was. I'm going to be trying to be more descriptive. Okay. A hut. It's not a hut. Gives me like garden shed vibe. It was lovely hut. It was lovely hot. There was nothing wrong. It was this like it was like a shack. one. It was a one bed house. It was a shack. It was a, it was a one bed <laughs> house behind a, a a real house. It was basically like a granny annex, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, it had everything we needed. It had a bathroom. It had a shower. <laughs> Six it had, buckets. It had yeah, <laughs> everything we needed. Uh-uh. But it was. And he was so proud of it. Jeremy showed us around it, and he was like, "This is me and my mum's holiday home." And he was so proud. And it was really cute. Then he was like even more proud to show us. Yeah, his little vineyard had a great vineyard fig and his trees, fig apple trees, trees, apple trees, making us eat it. Oh, he was so. He really loved his little estate. His estate. Yes, it was his estate, wasn't it? Then he takes us down to the back of the woods, and I was starting to be a bit like, mm, "This is getting a bit weird here." Like, why is he taking? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here. And then anyway, he takes us down to this, like, back through the forest, down to this amazing river. And it was, like, the bluest water ever. With his cute little bow and bow, his little table and chairs out for his dinner. Where he probably sits and eats his dinner and overlooks his <laughs> estate. And, um, yeah, told us it took two and a half years he's taken to build Hack that away one out. Forest, yeah. yeah. He's done a beautiful job of it. I hope he was really proud of it. Well, he was really proud of it. Dug a little stairs, stairway down to the river. Yeah, and I'm glad we got to enjoy it. We, we got did. to row in his boat. Rode, had a little row around the boat in the evening. Almost fell in a few times. Yep. <laughs> Maybe we... No, rowing's not for us, but anyway, <laughs> had fun. And did some good circles. Yes, yeah. a few laps. Um, <laughs> and then... And then crashed the drone. <laughs> oh yeah, into a into a sun lounger. Because <laughs> if we were flying above water, the crash could have been much worse. A lot worse. Um, and then we got hungry. Yes, and then this word led us to time. So Lawrence goes online, finds a restaurant. Oh, four point seven stars. This place. Look at this place. Oh my god, look at the picture of this food. It looks absolutely sick. So we're like, oh yeah, okay, we'll go there, Lawrence. It was He's six, like, oh. to be fair. It was sick, to be fair. Oh my God, it's 0.4 miles away. Oh, amazing, right? So we were like buzzing, like, yeah, let's get going. We're all pretty hungry after this. Wait for this, yeah. We're recording this next to the airport in Dubrovnik, so. Hence the massive jet you hear (laughs) blasting past us. Yeah, anyway, long day out on the bike, like we said. So we're all like pretty hungry. So off we pop for our food. All really looking forward to our dinner, get to this place. Pretty nice looking restaurant. Mm, It looked really nice from the outside. Nothing, yeah, nothing wrong with it. Sit outside, um, you know, enjoying everything. Then the waiter comes around and takes our orders. And I was hovering over a few different things away from chicken. But for some reason, I picked the chicken. 
Lawrence also picked the chicken. I did pick the weird chicken. But he picked the weird chicken. What was it called? I don't know. It was it was it was chicken sausages with cheese and something. A deep battered chicken sausage stuffed with cheese or something. You know, just just talking about it makes me feel very uneasy. Very uneasy. Queasy. It was like a picture of it. It was like a cordon bleu on wrong. It was really weird. But anyway, it tasted vile. To be fair, it did taste vile. Lawrence gave me and Tom. Unfortunately, Lawrence gave me and Tom a little taster of it, and I didn't ask for any more, thankfully, because I was like, mm, no, not for me. Anyway, um, we head back, enjoy the dinner, head back to the night, everything's going fine, grand, smooth, <laughs> nothing wrong. Until... Hold on, before we get to that part, my favourite part about the evening, <laughs> before Here the clock comes. strikes midnight, is we're sat. The bedroom set up, me and Lawrence are sharing a bedroom, Anna's on the sofa bed, just the room over. We were talking about how thirsty we were. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to finish it? The last time you were that thirsty? Um, I was so hungover. I was so thirsty and the only water accessible to me in my friend's spare bedroom was an iron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway anyway this really cracked them up yeah, so it, it was we went to bed on a story. really high note they really enjoyed the story and it gave them a right good crack belly laugh that was it was such a long build up to the to the like the climax of the story which we just didn't do justice here no but we had like we were just talking about how thirsty you were and you gave us like a five minute tale <laughs> of your night out <laughs> and the culmination was in the morning I was so thirsty but too scared to leave the room so I drank the water out of the eye <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we go to bed laughing and joking super happy and then about 4am four. Four let me tell you what time it was it was 4 o'clock <laughs> it was actually 4.23 because I looked at my phone I couldn't sleep I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't sleep and I was a bit concerned that uh, something had come back to haunt me. Which they turned, made chicken sausage. Which it turned out it to have been, yeah. So ensue the next 10 hours of, uh, well, no, let's get this right. Until two o'clock that afternoon. So yeah, 10 hours of pain and torture. I think I had a demon inside me that wanted to come out and- Or an oh, Albanian curse. Oh, it did. Let <laughs> me tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it was probably about six a.m. when me and Anna woke up and just heard like. <laughs> you <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. So Lawrence obviously went for the first round, and I was like, "Oh no, bless him!" Like that sounds absolutely horrific. Like would want that? <laughs> would not want that. Like oh no, he's in for a long one. Like oh, I hope he feels better now. Uh, anyway, fall back to sleep again, uh, and then I'm woken <laughs> up again by Lawrence running through my room to go back to the bathroom <laughs> honestly the noises it was like cattle it was it horrendous came, it came out both, both ends on that occasion oh lovely but anyway absolutely horrendous it was like the what's the film called when it's like the um, the exorcist it was like the exorcist and I was like and at this moment I was like oh no <laughs> I feel a bit queasy <laughs> I feel a bit queasy <laughs> bit crazy because I'm listening to this horrific like scene going on next to me and I was like oh god like this is not good and then about 15 minutes later I was like oh no oh no it's happening to me too the chicken's got me and that was it that was me done for too so I opened the door to Anna and I was like I'm going to be sick and then turn yeah it was and then that was it then for the next yeah until uh, two o'clock that was us. The whole yeah. morning was, I was absolutely torture. torture. Ruined. Oh, all, never again. I, yeah. Like we sit here laughing now at the table, but in that moment when I was lying there, even like last night, still in that feeling, I just had that moment of I'm never good. I can't function ever again. Like this is me done. This is me. End of me. Like, <laughs> this is my life now. This is it. Yeah. I'm never leaving this hotel in Bosnia again. I'm never. The shack in Bosnia, you mean? No, that was the hotel. Uh, oh. The apartment in Bosnia. Which oh which one? Because we then we're, got, no we're still at House Buzz. We're oh House Buzz! Oh House Buzz! Yeah, yeah. I 
knew I was going to leave there in one way. But <laughs> you had to leave there. Yeah, yeah, but when we got to Bosnia and it really kicked in, it had gone on too long at this point. That's what I mean. It like mm, kicked in the for exhaustion. a bit. And it was like, this is kind of good. This has gone past 12 hours now. And it's still, I can't, like that bottle of water was in arm reach next to me on the bedside table and the ibuprofen. And I physically <laughs> could not pick that bottle of water up to drink it. Like I only managed to drink probably 200 mil of water that whole day. I was lying in bed with that next to me and nothing could make me move my arm to pick the water up and I was dying at first. I was, uh, yeah, terrible state. That sounds horrendous. Yeah. So going back to Tom, not to be Tom kind of looking after us as he went into mum mode, didn't he? Mm. And uh, My phone's broken at this point. Yeah, he broke his phone, my goodness. And, and, and trying, to, trying to figure out a solution as to what to do with myself and Anna with absolutely no public transport. It turns out Montenegro is the worst place to try and get out of. There's like trains in one, like north-south, absolutely nowhere where we need to go. There's a seven-hour bus that leaves at 4 a.m. every morning, which so would have gone. Fantastic. Hmm? So that's why you can bike back into Montenegro. Exactly. There's basically just no way around it. And like, there's like, oh, we could get a train up here and then it's only 70k instead of 110. And, but, and then and then Tom was like, guess what? We can hire a car. I was like, Tom, that's not going to happen. But I can tell you one thing is for sure is that I cannot get on my bike right now, let alone ride oh. even fucking 1k up the road. That, so, was, that was out of the question, wasn't so it? So we had to find a solution. Go on, Tom. Go, go on, tell, tell the listeners what we what, what you came up with. Well, it turns out taxis are relatively cheap in Bos- uh, Montenegro, thankfully. If they're not from the airport, that is. If they're not from the airport. Yeah, they're from Croatia. No, it's Croatia. Oh, that's true. Sorry, Croatia. my bad. Croatia's the expensive there. Correct. Anyway, for the... It was 120 euros to get you to, to the next night's accommodation in Bosnia. Which was 130k or something. It's quite a long way. It's a really so, long drive. You know, and across a border. 10 euros a kilometre is pretty good value. Yeah. For a massive van that could fit two bikes and two shells in. Incredible. But they could only <laughs> fit two bikes and two shells in. Yeah. Which meant our boy over here had to man up and go on with it. I, you know what? I was feeling a little unwell that morning. But obviously, I still hadn't projectile vomited everywhere, and I was fairly sure it was just being in like that house that stank of sick. And <laughs> yeah, all the bodily and, fluids and things. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel really unwell, but like uh... pretty tame by comparison to you two. I was still like a functioning human. Anyway, yeah, I had the hardest ride I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, and like this was 120k. It should have been pretty doable. 130. A lot shorter than some other rides I've done and I've never been in such a box apart from maybe since I was like 15 and didn't know what an energy gel was <laughs> um, uh, all started fine I'll give the the quick summary because Anna and Lawrence weren't there so it's, it's not quite as interesting but Hilly oh let's jet go jet two jet two very rural Beautiful roads, like absolutely stunning. Somehow, uh, a popular route planning app thought it appropriate to send me on a road ride through 15k of hiker bike. Fantastic. Bramble, like cut my arms to bits, cut I my think, legs to I think bits. We can guess which one? It was the green one. <laughs> um, absolutely destroyed my arms and legs. Uh, 15k of just hiking, and at this point, like. Four hours in, I just had absolutely no patience. I was making all right progress until then. But, but you forgot the point where, firstly, Tom, you didn't have a phone that worked. Secondly, you didn't have any money. Hold on, hold on, let's... Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. So didn't have a phone. Didn't have a fo- you didn't have a phone, you didn't have money, and you Well, no, we had 123 euros between us. Yeah, and then... And the we, taxi was 120. Exactly. So, so you had three euros. So, exactly. So you had mo- no money, just a card, which is not good in these countries, as we discovered... And you also, what was the other thing? No phone. Oh, no, I said that already. Um, you only had a certain amount of snack, s- snacks, right? I to be honest, I couldn't. So, oh, no, no, that was the other thing. You couldn't eat anything. Yes, I had enough <laughs> snacks. I had enough <laughs> snacks. So I get through this bramble hiker bike bullshit, and I get to, in my head, it's probably, so the route is meant to be 105k, and I get to, I think it's like 70 or 80 
And I'm like, right, this is where I'm going to spend my three euros. I'm going to get myself a little coffee and a, and a can of Coke. Did it. Spent my three euros. Side note, there was a oh, seven-year-old okay. driving a car. <laughs> Good. Sorry, Anna. That's a bargain. Yeah. Well, yeah. Considering where I was, it was not a bargain, but... <laughs> what, what, what would you have done if she said 310? And I literally had to look through the menu and pick a coffee that just allowed it. Oh, <laughs> a cup of coffee? I had to pick, like... It was oh. like this, like... It was the translation was domestic coffee <laughs> and it was like imagine someone made coffee but they just poured coffee in you know like that you should put in like a french press <laughs> so like not instant coffee they just poured it in and put water on top so it was like drinking sand fantastic um anyway i carry on my route plotted by the um the green route planning app it starts taking me to what oh i've had three punctures by this point as oh, well fun yeah start taking me towards the border I eventually was on three punctures or did you not fix the puncture right the first time well that's a good point I stopped three times for my one puncture mm. correct I tried putting plugs in and then eventually gave up and put a tube at this point I'm at the top of a five-ish k climb so I really have zero patience left some very um. nice driver pulls over just before you can you couldn't even reach a water bottle mate <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Some driver pulls over and says, nope, locals only at this border. And at this point, I mean, why would he lie? But also the border was a 10K descent away. So if I got there and he was right, I'd have been, I don't know what I'd have done. Distraught. Anyway, I just had to cut my losses, go back down. It was a 20K loop around. And at this point, the food poisoning started to hit me. I'm not sure if it's the food poisoning, the fact I couldn't eat, could have just been exhaustion. And the next three hours was probably some of the worst I've ever had on a bike. Just like having to get off my bike and walk up these hills in the 40 degree heat. And no idea where I'm going because I don't have, don't have a phone, don't have the route. I'm just zooming all the way out on commute, uh, on my Wahoo. Oh no. Trying to like... Can I see it? Left and right and then that? hope that that like on the big main road to the oh. border. <sighs> anyway. Meanwhile, me and Anna are starting to look out the window going... Well, I was looking out the window and I was good for comments out. <laughs> starting to, I was coming around, starting to think, oh, it's getting dark. I'm a bit worried about him now. I wish I could phone him. <laughs> <laughs> and the accommodation was impossible to find in oh, Bosnia. It was, yeah. I was doing laps of the car park, like, because all I've got, again, no phone, no internet. All I've got is just a dot where the route ends. That's why I kept looking outside to try and see his. I thought you were going to go somewhere to try get Wi Fi on my phone. Mm. I would have, I, I was getting close to that, but thankfully. You could have gone down to that river cafe we were at this morning, which was 20 metres away and got some Wi-Fi. Well, thankfully, before I got there, you heard me out the window. It's like, Loop, Tom, Tom, up here. <laughs> you got the wrong way. Only because you just, yeah, heard the little wahoo, beep, beep. And I was like, oh, I know what that is. There's only one guy around here who's going to have this goal of wahoo. It was uh, very much And then I'd, I, I'd gone to the supermarket at this point to get some supplies, as I said, because I was feeling a bit better. By the time I returned, these guys, Tom had made his way back into uh, bed and the lights were off and I was very confused, uh, but relieved at the same time. Oh, I was passed straight out. Fantastic job. Good. And then I was very proud of my snacks that I got and nobody wanted any. They were good snacks, just the wrong time. Time is <laughs> everything, Lawrence. <laughs> um, and then we slept for like 12 hours. Not quite. More than 10. Yeah, a lot of hours. It was a good sleep. Mm. And then that didn't really do much, did it? I mean, I felt fat. Well, I slept. I felt, I felt better. Oh, you, oh, you slept all... all yeah, you slept a long time. I slept... I slept 16 hours. Wow. It's probably longer than that chicken was out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> that raw chicken boiling away, creating some food poisoning. Because we, we got to the apartment at four, didn't we? Um, yeah. And I just slept straight on the bed at four. Basically, did we wake yeah. up till eight o'clock the next day? Maybe we'll yeah, about an maybe, hour maybe here like and there. An hour, yeah. Just let Tom in and then maybe another hour and another time. Yeah. No wonder I was so fucking bored. I was on the <laughs> bed going crazy like, I need a walk. Yeah, I've got no friends. I've got no friends. Got anyway, no friends. I woke up feeling a lot better. I did not. Yeah. I felt like uh, I'd gone to sleep and someone had just like parked a steamroller on me and left it there. And and then we had to deal with the reality of, of uh, the last day, which was... Getting ourselves out of Bosnia. Yeah, going to be 
on the on the menu on the route plan, forty kilometers, which turned into fifty kilometers. Had the rest. Fifty-two kilometers. We decided to take a little trip to Dubrovnik. We did. Yeah, we went to see the 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 old town. We the saw it from the outside. Yeah, it was fun. None of us could face the hundred steps down into the actual old town. That just didn't know. That would have finished you off. I mean, I love exploring places, but yeah, I think within reason. That heat, lugging the heavy bike around, of a very very busy touristy town would have really seen me off again. Mm. I think that was a good idea. We didn't. It was a good idea. I've seen it before. It's not. It's but not. we'll be back. We bought the most expensive well, together. Yeah. Maybe not with you, but... <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, well. <laughs> Tom's offended. Yeah, my eye, like my eyes aren't going into the microphone, but they're offended. <laughs> um, we went to a cafe and bought the most expensive Coke I think I've ever bought. It was a Fanta, technically. It's a five euro Fanta. Five euro Fanta. For, for not even like an, a standard can size. It was 25 milliliters. It's mad, isn't it? Think of some of the things we paid for. 10 and milliliters. Like... I'll, like how expensive as soon as you get to a tourist I understand it like I'm not you know I get our, it we were saying our apartment was twice the price we could have got six drinks for a one night a three bed apartment it's mad yeah that is wild isn't it the view was nice but it wasn't that nice come on now hmm the view yeah it was pretty nice it was a nice cafe but and then yeah I was <laughs> I honestly I'm still carrying this Albanian curse <laughs> yeah guys we still haven't recovered I mean we might be putting on a brave face for the pod but I'm recovered. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well maybe I'll be tomorrow morning I'll be chirpy and bright. I'm a little bit tired, but I think that's just from the fact that what I've done this week and what my body's been through and the heat. Yeah, I, mean, the I think it's just a mix of To be fair, riding, you, you haven't had lunch or dinner. I've had a bowl of cereal. Okay, a bowl of cereal's not lunch. The thought of food still isn't really going down too well with me. No. So hopefully tomorrow. I'll be ravenous tomorrow. Yeah. It's gonna be terrible and I'm gonna be <laughs> Yeah. In an airport, good luck. McDonald's. <laughs> no, I don't think I will be. No chicken for me for a while. No chicken. But yeah, back here what, for in a while? Croatia full circle back. You um, said no chicken ever again. Ever, yeah, ever again. So much so you don't dare order any food anywhere, just in case, mm-hmm. in the Balkans. I, d- I think maybe I'll eat chicken at home cooked within an inch of its life like <laughs> boiled alive <laughs> no I just don't think I can I think I honestly think it's put me off a bit mm. I don't know and then just it hasn't put me off at all really no, I'll go back we've had some discussions about meat and stuff too haven't we and it's tomorrow. put me off a little bit mm. it's really not put you off mm, not really it's put, chicken no, that, goujon that, that, really put no, that, the that. goujon's fine it was that disgusting fucking <laughs> cheesy sausage <laughs> that log of poison that was absolutely fucking disgusting why did I order that why did I see a photo of that and go oh that looks good if you, I know I really really wish that something kicked into you then and thought actually no I'm going to pick something a bit more our beige. day would have been absolute our trip would have been completely different should have had a kebab like Tom mm. wise yeah. Moses wise Moses over here kebab unless I've just got the same food because my kebab wasn't cooked all the way through it was pink no but you had a bite of the sausage of death mm, I did I did nibble on the death death stick <laughs> you're like here we go let me try some of that death stick mmm tasty in my mind if I was had it it's like that wouldn't have been funny <laughs> I'd have had to take you through that 15k bush you would have taken me for the 15k bush yeah, yeah. I do you know what maybe it was a think, lesson you know what it, it really was like I know our day up to Seth was hard but like even up to that point where I wasn't feeling like death that route was disgusting. It was so hilly. And that 15k, it was just a walk for two hours. Hike a bike. But like, hike a bike, but also you're getting like thorns just sticking in your arm and then just scratching through. It was just horrible. Oh, glad I didn't horrible. then. Lost something else from my camera. Yeah, that is a disaster. Do you want to run up, round up? Do you want to run down, Tom, of what you've uh, lost this trip? Gear destruction. Destroyed. It's dignity. Yep. His phone. Sense of humour. Sense patience. of humour. Patience. You've been testing all of those, Anna. Camera lens. Yep, camera lens. The bit that goes on the front of the camera lens. The expensive bit. Mm. With the filters. And, and, and his virginity. I'm editing that out. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guilty as charged. Cheesy sausage chicken virginity, maybe. Not the first time I've had a cheesy sausage. Virginity. <laughs> um, no. Uh, lens and phone, right? Phone, lens. Not ideal. Mm, not ideal. I'm sure I'll lose something else on the way. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> um, should we do like highlights, lowlights? Yeah. Whilst we're sat. All right. Here. I mean, I, th- I feel like I can guess both of you. Like, I can probably do it all for you. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Go on then. What's my highlight? Ooh, uh, the descent after theft. Oh, boring. Boring. Go on then. What's your highlight? My highlight was. Mm, I think. Ooh. No, one of you go first. And I'll think. And my highlight is uh, after being able to only have one sip at a time and throwing up anything I put down me, actually being able to have a bit of water and it, it, it sit, it go down and actually be consumed like a normal human being. Okay, let me tell you that feeling is just the best. My low light is quite obvious. Was that, was it when you were... Uh, no, I, I don't want to go into detail, but let me tell you, when I was bent over that sink, I was, <laughs> I, there was... I was sweating. My heart rate was uh, harder than anything I've done, but it's like a zone five effort. I tell you. Like it's really, you you had the same thing, right? Um. Yeah. It's aggressive. I think my low light was being that sick, and after like obviously that was a whole horrific experience. But when we were going to get into the taxi, and I was really panicking that I was still needing to be sick, and we stepped outside into that heat. Mm, it was like stepping into an oven, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I was stood outside thinking, I've got to get in a taxi now for how many K? Did he have air conditioning? Yeah. Yeah. He did. I was crying when I sat down. The thought of just being like, oh, I'm go-, like, I was grabbed a plastic bag because I thought I need to take this with me. But it was just that moment I stood outside feeling like absolute death in that. Yeah, that was a real low point. Um, another low point. Sorry, it's quite bad up too. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> and we the were, gravel the gravel but not the like okay I didn't actually mind the gravel climb and the gravel descent okay the gravel descent wasn't obviously that enjoyable because at this point my hands and arms were in agony but the bit after that when we thought we were I thought we were just going down this gravel descent and then it was hitting the road and back to the hotel fine but when we got down that gravel descent in agony and then next minute the gravel just wasn't ending. Like the road had flattened out, but it wasn't ending. And then it started going back up again. And the gravel was just getting worse and worse to the point where it was just like deep, deep stones. And it was just it was, awful it was to ride un- on. It was pretty much unridable. It was getting dark and we still had a while to go. And Tom's not talking about distance in K, he's talking about in time. And he said something close to two hours to go. And I remember just being like, nah. And that I must admit, yeah, I did have a little bit of a meltdown. But it's just not the one. Um, All you needed was some water and snacks. Stopped, got some snacks and water. <laughs> I was fine again, but yeah, that really that, tested that me. I was over it then. I, it was at the point where I was like, this just isn't enjoyable. It's like beyond even fun. This is just like... Do you know, that oh. exact point that you pulled over was the was the point where we found water for the first time in like... Oh, yeah. Five hours. hours. So that was actually perfect, yeah. Yeah. It was literally Something perfect. was telling me, wasn't it? I didn't know that yeah. tap was there. Yeah. But something just told me. But um, see, maybe see, someone funny. above was looking down at me. Funny because your low light was actually my highlight because that water tap was the best thing ever. Oh yeah, true. It was pretty good. Is that you? That your highlight? No, highlight was drinking best. water and yeah, finding yeah. the water tap. Yeah. 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 Both water supplies. Um, what's, your, what's your highlight going to be? My highlight... What? My highlight... Um, I don't know. I've had quite a laugh the whole time. Another low light has to be losing a Dorito crisps, surely. Mm. That doesn't bother me too was. much. So I feel like I can get another packet of them. Oh, okay, fair enough. And I've not been super hungry since I've been here, so I've not really needed True. them. True. But highlights. Yeah, no, I feel like I've had a few highlights. I feel like it's been a good laugh along the way. A lot of different situations. Uh, maybe my highlight was enjoying bikepacking for the first um, time. <laughs> <laughs> no, and just seeing. I mean, I've always wanted to come to these countries, so. Um, I really enjoyed seeing them the way we did, not in the classic touristy way. That we saw I, them very slowly. Like, yeah. I know we went did a fast lap. I but saw like, them in a completely different way that anyone. Yeah. Like I know how I would have seen them. Exactly. Um, yeah. Also, well, we had a lot of good interactions on the road and like with people, didn't we? Yeah, met. Yeah, met some. Like I said, with all the people around here, they've all been the most loveliest people, and I've been 
They drive at absolute bellends, but they're oh, so, yeah. so nice. They can't drive cars, but they can. <laughs> but they're fantastic people. But they um, what you call another highlight? One of my highlights actually was when we came to the town, and it was the Loom Bang Girls. <laughs> That whole situation. So do I want to die bands? I know that joke has just carried on the whole trip, but the, I'm getting bored here. It's just came up in so many perfect situations. Like it's just the being, yeah, it just hit the spot at a perfect time over the last few days, and it's been really funny how it's carried on. But um, probably a bit of a had to be there situation. Another another highlight I've just remembered is. Anna's reaction to potentially finding a bull halfway down a tunnel. Oh, that was a highlight. That was so, <laughs> so good. good. Yeah, that was so a low good. light. That tunnel was low light, actually. <laughs> the stray dogs have been low light. I'm pretty sure we must have spoken that. Oh, about we, that. we have spoken oh. about it, but it's just a highlight for me looking back. Yeah, yeah that was hilarious. Oh, low light of me have seen that dog get hit by a car. Oh, yeah. And my wheel. You would have too. Tom, what about you? Well, I forgot about the tunnel. That was a good one. That I feel like. <laughs> I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like at the start of the week, you were a lot, you were worried about a lot of things, and as the week's gone on, you've seemed worried about slightly fewer things. Just generally less panic at every new situation. <laughs> like when we were entering that tunnel, I feel like if we were going if tomorrow if we went for a ride into the tunnel, you'd probably be all right and just crack on. Mm, Maybe no, not. I'm not too sure about that tunnel situation. I think I think, I think not with a bull in it. Not with a bull in it. No. Yeah, that was. Uh, maybe I'd be yeah I know what you mean I feel like I did relax a bit but just new places wasn't it you yeah. you didn't really Completely. help when we were first coming to them like oh my god do you know Albania's got more guns than people and if a car of a load of men stop next to you it doesn't mean they're going to attack you they might just want to say hello they might just be interested in you and I'm like so there's a high chance that a, me- a car of a load of men are going to stop next to me okay <laughs> that just gives me a bit of anxiety and then you'd say <laughs> things to me like Oh, the stray dogs, you just got to bark back at them and attack, and you'll be fine. I'm thinking, oh my God, that's how many stray dogs are going to get me? To be fair, how many? St- we didn't see many, did we? We did see quite a lot. Come but not Montenegro the- into Albania, we did, but Albania to Montenegro, yeah. we didn't see any. I only got attacked by one on that, properly attacked on that day I did by myself. The rest of the time, there wasn't really any that really went for us. And you say you got no, attacked, did they just chased after me? Thankfully, I was on a downhill and managed to get out just before he was like sat in the house and heard me come in. And like I got away just as he came out of the cave, and then was going fast enough. That he My worry is just like if they take you down, then you've got no chance. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm saying, you filled me with a lot of worry, and then expecting me not to be worried. Mm, <laughs> that's a good point. But we you did, did do a lot of warning. I think we're just making light of the situation. We're just we're just laughing about the worst case scenario, and then. Also, there was like like, like come through this tunnel. There might be a bull in here and a load of cows and sheep, but you'll be fine. Come through it. But like, oh yeah, for fine, example, that's fine, that's fine with me. The car of people at the other end just stopped and had a chat, didn't they? True. Yeah, but then we asked actually... them what what's been the worst thing that's happened. Oh yeah, there's been accidents down here, yeah. With bulls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, okay, thanks. Oh yeah, nice one time. I wasn't just being mental. I wasn't just overreacting to that. I, 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 wait, a... I never said you were overreacting. You did. You implied it. <laughs> you implied it with your eyes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my highlight and like, you know, like sat like <laughs> my highlight and low light have, well, we still, have we still not done it no fucking hell come on um, Anna's busy ripping into me sorry for sorry. filling you with dread what was my highlight and low light you had enough fucking time to think about it lad. come on spit it out <laughs> <laughs> my highlight is To be honest, it's so hard to think clearly after yeah. the last 24, 48 know, hours right. of just pure so, death on a stick. Ask, ask again in a week and you might you'll have a completely different Exactly. Answer. I think the highlight for me might have been the sunset going into death when Anna had a resurrection. Mm. That was a very cool evening. It's just very like relaxing, nice, new, before we knew that we were going to have a curse put on us. That was very nice. What might the low light be? Highlight. Not crashing the drum. Not crashing the drum is good. You know, I really enjoyed the big descent. That was so good. Yeah. Remind me a bit of like, a nice. bit of the Scotland. Mm. I loved what? it. Yeah. Some parts of, some of the nice parts, the west coast of Scotland. That descent remind you of Scotland? 
Yeah, before, so obviously not the, the twisty one. As you just dropped down, you know, and we were like flowing through those for ages and ages. I said Columbia, but... I'm not being Columbia. I wouldn't Very know. different, very different perspectives. <laughs> yeah. That descent down to the Albanian jail with motivational quotes on the walls, that was one of my, <laughs> one of my highlights as well. Low light. I think it was climbing. What about after, go seeing on. Gusty's suffering so bad. Who? Suff- seeing you two. Yeah, I was like, who's Gustav? Or even, <laughs> or even better, seeing us two getting in a nice air conditioned taxi whilst you had to. There must have been a bit well, of. When you I didn't set, get to see that. Did well, you? yeah, when I set off, I was feeling all right. I think the, the low light was absolutely getting the puncture stop number three, not puncture number three. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> the same puncture that I hadn't fixed properly. Puncture stop number three. Um, and being told I had to turn around and then going back up that climb, which I had no idea how long it was. Turns out it was really long. That was when, that was low light. Mm. When I was like, I am so far from being over and I have nothing left and started wanting to throw up. No water, no food. Well, I did have food, I just couldn't eat it. I didn't fancy a wet bag of Haribo. You didn't have me to like try and tease you and make you laugh about it. Exactly. You just had you and your own thoughts and no music because you had no phone. I very nearly cried into dad cam. <laughs> I managed to keep it together. I can't wait to see that footage. Oh, you I, didn't, I didn't turn it on. You didn't turn it on. No. Save that for next trip. Yeah. I like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll cry <laughs> next time. <laughs> so yeah, low light was riding by myself with a little bit of food poisoning after nine hours on the bike. Definitely, like highlight was cutting down a descent, the the never-ending descent. Um, is there anything else you want to cover, guys, before the, we round out this? I'm interested, Anna, to hear from you. I would basically, if anyone asked me about bike packing, I'd really recommend to them coming. To I feel like that's different to how you felt at the end of the Iceland trip. I wouldn't recommend anyone to go bike packing in Iceland. No. <laughs> 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 that's just me being honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I did it as an experience, and I'm like, whoa, that's quite cool. I did just not that. an enjoyable one. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, there's not many people I'd recommend it to because I knew yeah. they would enjoy it. But um, I would look, yeah, Iceland was amazing. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Character building, everything else that goes with it. But um, yeah, I'd really say to people, like, I've already had like, like two people message me about the bike packing here, saying, what's it like to ride there? And then someone else saying, what's it, what, like, yeah, someone else questioning me about mm. it. And, um, yeah, I've had good things to say. Yeah, I think if you're an advanced cyclist, maybe it's better to come than being a beginner kind of cyclist. I mean, the terrain's pretty hard, but yeah. it's also culture shock-wise. I think Albania felt really not European in a way I wasn't expecting. Just everything when it comes to the bikepacking, just like in terms mm. of food and drink that you're carrying, all that knowledge that goes around it. I yeah. think being in these type of countries, you need to kind of be on it with that as well it's quite you hard to get out of as well because there's such bad public transport whereas if you're in France Spain Germany oh, yeah. you just get on a train like that there. gravel climber on the other day we very luckily came across that ca- not even a cafe wherever it was where we got them cokes mm. um, but you, I wouldn't send many people over that as a recommendation <laughs> to be honest with you but um, yeah no I think it's a beautiful place to ride a bike I think people just have to be ready that it's going to be pretty hilly it's going to be pretty hot and you need to be pretty prepared and i think the way we did it this time with not camping um absolutely the correct decision is it a correct decision to do it because it just makes such a difference to make it actually enjoyable i know we met them germans that were camping and they may have found some campsites will have showers and good restaurant like the first hotel we we're in that night that mm-hmm. had a very nice campsite next door to it but i think you'd even have to do good re- they were quite the few and far to come apart well. too didn't. The weight, it just ruins the riding Oh, experience. yeah, the weight, exactly, yeah, the weight. But then also, we didn't see many people bikepacking bike with camping. We didn't see many people cycling. Or many campsites, I mean, yeah. like, many, like, campsites which had them facilities. So mm. I think the, well, how we stayed, we did it, it's cheap. Like, the accommodation we found were pretty cheap, so it was accessible, but also Too it made a massive it? difference. <laughs> Coming into an air-con room yeah. after a good shower and a some nights are decent food, not all nights are decent food. Made all the difference. I mean, imagine if you had that food poisoning in a tent. Oh, oh my God. It would have been horrific. 
You could have just done it in the bag, rolled a oh. tent up and... It just would have been, it just would have been different. Yeah, I think this... I think it would have been borderline I, dangerous yeah. it really in that be. situation. I've experienced it in that heat. Tent, and yes, it did dangerous. <laughs> it's life-threatening. It's yeah. Oh, it would have been heat stroke enough for mixed with it. So I think, yeah, I would recommend anyone, Balkans, to come and explore. Just don't eat the death stick with cheese in the middle. Yeah, don't eat cheesy death sticks. Nope. All right. Thank you for listening. That's a bumper episode. This is going to be a long boy by the time I finished. I'll be amazed if anyone makes it this far. Yeah, if anyone's listened to all this babble, thank you. It's much appreciated. And stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. More stories tomorrow. Yeah. More stories tomorrow.